This week's Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly. Go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime and get a free 30-day trial just for sending up through us. Disappointing follow-up uh, to last week's episode. Uh, what? It's not. No offense to you, I mean, David. You, can you know what? Fuck you, asshole. Hey, come no, on. wait. That's too mean. Dang you, jerk off. Yeah, jerk off. Um, we got to get more mainstream and get yeah. more young people watching this. No, no more those swears. Welcome to another episode of Laser Time. Uh, this uh, the internet's fourth leading pop culture podcast. I'm Chris Antista. Brett with an exclamation point. Dave. Henry! It's room left in the world for you since Jeb is gone. You can be Brett with an exclamation point. I had somehow not heard of the Super Deluxe Jeb videos. And <laughs> really I good. just lost my mind. Jeb is a mess. I'm like lightheaded from laughing so much. <laughs> that is not what this is about. Yeah. If you don't know what Laser Time is, every week we choose a topic. We do some research. Grab some clips for you. Uh, and this week, what? It could sound more exciting. Don't laugh. No, you just laughing at Jeb Bush again. <laughs> this this week, uh, what did we, the title we were going to call it is neutered, neutered sequels. sequels. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Like, it's so weird though because the the idea stands. Yeah. But Deadpool literally just changed everything. P- people are coming out of the woodwork like Deadpool succeeded because it's rated R. I'm like, you idiot producer. Well, yeah. No, but I would like to see more R-rated content with I mean, the things it comes that I like. Goes in waves. I feel like we saw the same thing when the Matrix came out, and uh, I got yeah. see. We can have an R-rated action yeah. film. That's mm. But this, and this show is yeah. about what if The Matrix Reloaded was PG-13. Yeah. Kind of, yes. The Matrix because Reloaded, Dead, but with no guns to Deadpool reload. is yeah. the highest the highest grossing domestic mm-hmm. R-rated movie since The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, and it'll probably break that record, though. Yeah, I think it, that's partially inflation, but yeah. it will, it'll break the record for all time of, mm-hmm. of R-rated films. Oh, you think so? I bet it. Not, bet in, it not, not with inflation involved, but anyway, pitch the topic, Dave. You're, so, you're yeah, so what, what we're going to do this week is we're going to kind of go through, uh, not the entire history, but like some of the more notable examples of sequels that got tamed... Uh, to get a lower rating, and you know, in some cases it was successful, and you barely noticed. In other cases, it was very, very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of this might be born from like a movie. Like there'll be different reasons, but I, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of these, it's like, oh, this found an audience that was perhaps younger than we intended, probably. Yeah. And uh, can we get it a lower rating? And mm-hmm. then in the process, a lot of them lose what made the thing special. Yeah. The first that's place. that's mostly what it is. But looking at over the sure. list, yeah, it's it's crazy to see some of them. Like, no, really, what what was this about? Why did this happen? <laughs> uh, so I got a couple that uh, that. That, that you mentioned, Chris. Mm-hmm. So we don't have quite a clip. We don't have a clips for, but they they do have like notable stories. The the, the Conan franchise, which had one of the biggest yeah. drops. It was a uh, rated R with the first one. Yeah, they they think like Conan was a surprise hit in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's early career. And John Milius. And John Milius, like that documentary, if it's still out, it's the one it? Republican in Hollywood, like <laughs> in the eighties. But anyway. he, they talk about him. He was a trio of USC students with him, Spielberg, and Lucas, and they literally both traded profits from their movies with one another. They were that good of friends. Yeah, and they say, "Oh, help me on this movie. I'll give you two points mm-hmm. on this or whatever." Five points, I believe. Five like point, they yeah. have five. Huh. Like that's why Spielberg has five. Percent of Star Wars and a point means uh, a percentage mm-hmm. a percentage point of profit. Yeah. And wow. John Milius has a fifth of Steven Spielberg and George yeah. Lucas's stuff, and they have a fifth of his. One of which is Conan, and the other stuff you probably never yeah. heard of. Wow. I mean, uh, as, you, as you might guess from this episode, uh, a lot of what we uh, what what clips we'll have are it will be profanity laden. What the fuck? Uh, Love but that guy. It, it doesn't really work with Conan because. 
Conan's not going to curse it. It's like in like... I, I try to look into it. There isn't really any cursing in the first yeah. 1982 Conan the Barbarian film, but a shitload of violence. Yeah. And a shit... Yeah. And like they take drugs and hallucinate yeah. and... Um, I think what? Lamentations of Their Women is the closest to a profanity. Yeah, in period things, you can't have the swearing. Yeah. So that's your Deadwood. Uh, okay, if you're old period stuff or fantasy... Like, that's why Game of Thrones is kind of different from a lot mm. of fantasy, where it is like, oh, they're still going to swear like a 1890s British people. But. So I, I was <laughs> looking into it just briefly, because I don't know these films that well. I don't like the Conan movies at yeah. all. Like, they just happened a little before I was cognizant. But uh, Conan the, the Barbarian, 1982, was also Universal Pictures. Also that year was a little movie called E.T. And because ah. the way this is the way producers think, they're like, oh, E.T. was a success. Why can't we just do that with Conan in the second movie? Mm. So they make the second movie PG, uh. and it's it's an interesting case because uh, reportedly it did it did better in the U.S. as a result of being mm. a sequel to a popular film, uh. Puritan Roots. But uh, overseas did garbage. Like everybody uh. else who doesn't have these rating restrictions didn't know why their movie all of a sudden was uh. nerfed and neutered, and they hated it. The screenwriters hated it, and the screenwriters yeah. in 1990 uh, changed because Conan the Barbarian is public <laughs> domain changed around all the proper nouns other than Conan and re-released their original screenplay as ah. a graphic novel. Uh, so, also around the mid-80s was the uh, Mad Max series. The first two were rated R. Ah. So Young Thunderdome PG-13. Well, the original Mad Max was 79 or something, mm-hmm. and it, but it was Road Warrior that made it really And huge. Road Warrior's a hard R for, like, real hard fun violence. Hard man. And then... Yeah, the sequel, Beyond Thunderdome. Can't we just kick Beyond Thunderdome? <laughs> Get that Tina Turner I, ju- I just watched it, and I've heard people who grew up watching it defend it. It is fucking terrible. It is cornball And Road Warrior is really fun. It makes no sense. It's silly, and... And then they make kids like it. It's the invasion of children, which happens in a lot of these. So things. allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, no one wanted to make this film. Not even George Miller, not Mel Gibson. However, they had a script for a Lord of the Flies meets post-apocalyptic times, and that's what this got worked into. That's that's why like there are two movies in Beyond Thunderdome. One of the, one of which you just will cringe watching Mad Max having to save children. Yeah, though, I mean, still, stuff like Master Blaster is, you know... He runs Barter Town. It's stuck in the collective unconscious, you know? Yeah, you gotta find that frog and save it and all that stuff. It's the NES game. (laughs) Oh, Master Blaster uh, uses start to cheat. But, uh, I mean, this won't be the first case of a a franchise that yo-yoed back, so Mad Max Fury Road, rated R, even though I don't really know that much profanity in that movie. No, not a lot of profanity at all, Like, but, but also Conan. Uh, I forgot to mention because Conan had a, oh. uh, I think, a hard R, maybe PG thirteen remake with the dude from Game of Thrones, oh, uh, Cal Drogo. Oh, However, Arnold, because he, um, what's the word, desperate, uh, yeah, can't get good work, mm-hmm. is willing to remake any of his franchises and yeah. is in the the process of remaking Conan, like hard a hard R movie well, again. Because the original Conan ended <coughs> with a flash forward to old Conan, which John Milius also has always wanted to do, and now. Arnold has aged into the parts, but I don't know if we, did we mention is Beastmaster on here? That I would want to make yeah. that quick aside. Yeah. Beastmaster, a fantasy movie, same as Conan. The sequel, which is like you say this for your fifth or seventh movie, <laughs> travels forward and takes place in our time, where wow, Beastmaster, wow. instead of a mythic uh, enemy with firepower, goes against uh, Uncle Phil, who plays an LA cop. <laughs> uh, it's, Beastmaster, it's, un- it's unbelievable. I mean, in that case, it was. Uh, it, it, it's a money thing. Like it's much easier to set yeah. things in modern day LA than it is to build sets and mm-hmm. go out to the desert and film that's, stuff. That's the weird interpretations we're having right now. Like Mad Max was just kind of like a ah fuck it, who cares? Yeah. But but there Not was a s- deliberate effort on, on Universal's part to like 
family-friendly movies, apparently. Like, no one really had thought like that yet. Movies were still young. I was, I was so happy when Fury Road was R, because yeah. I assumed, based on the trend we're discussing on this episode, yeah. that it would be PG-13. Yeah, they, people are crediting, crediting Deadpool with, like, people getting okay with R. And I, when I went to go see Deadpool, I was shocked by the amount of children in there. And, uh, uh, sorry, if you're not American, rated R means no children. Like, uh, yeah. se- 17 and under, not allowed, without... Mm-hmm. An adult without a super without an adult and guidance. X was changed to NC seventeen, where there are no children under seventeen allowed in a film. But R still meets. So I'm in the theater and just like there are people a little older than me just bringing their kids here. That's how I saw RoboCop, Predator, yeah. Aliens. Like I saw all those in the theater. My dad because they're he, like I don't care, whatever. Well, nothing gets an NC seventeen yeah, rating anymore yeah, though. Yeah. If you just give it, that's really just called like oh it's banned. Like you it means won't. you can't show it in the two theater chains that exist yeah. in America. And, and, <laughs> and so if you'd get an NC seventeen, then you just put it out as unrated online anyway. You would just be like oh okay then fuck this rating. Like I don't even need it. I, I can admit now as a grown ass adult, it rarely ever makes that much of a difference for the film. There's not much you can cut out of a film. Well, yeah, Fury Road. I'm like you could give me a PG thirteen cut of that. I don't know maybe that I would yeah notice. because. There's a couple of, like, gruesome things, but, like, not a lot. And you know what? Going through this list, some of the stuff in the lens of 2016, you'll be shocked this had an R rating to begin with. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make much sense. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of uh, franchises that have yo-yoed and that had a new uh, entry in the last year, Rocky. The, uh, yeah. the first, this is almost, uh, I want to say, is it, it might be kind of, uh, like, economic-based. It's mm-hmm. weird because the first four are all PG, including the fourth one where yeah. where Apollo Creed dies Brutally in the ring. Brutally to death. Rocky V is oh, R.I.P. his trainer, by the yeah. way. He recently died. Oh. And then Rocky Five was PG thirteen, uh, which because they slipped a few curses in there. Rocky's back. Uh, is that he's, why? He's lost all his money. You know, he's back in the streets. It's it's but just crazy. Like in yeah. a world of like where you can say shit on AMC and yeah. it, like it, yeah. like seeing a movie given an R strictly for profanity just seems bizarre to me. Yeah, I mean the fights are a little bit more brutal because like they're in the streets. This, mm-hmm. this is PG thirteen. This is PG thirteen, and here is one of the few curses from someone of note in the franchise. You know what it was? His cufflink. Huh? I might cry. And now I'm giving it to you. And it, it's got to be like a, like an angel on your shoulder. See? And if you ever get hurt and you feel that you're going down, this little angel is going to whisper in your ear. He's going to say, get up, you son of a bitch. Because Mickey loves you. Mickey loves him. Oh. You know what I realized? Researching this, I think next to the Back to the Future, Rocky might be my favorite movie franchise. That's impossible. Rocky Five is the worst of the series, and like that almost made me cry. Like mm-hmm. there's a scene where the ghost of Mickey is telling, is saying to Rocky that he Mickey loves you. Yeah. that movie. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then but then when Rocky Balboa came out, well, I was thinking P- it would be yeah. PG thirteen just for violence Mm-mm. because no, it's PG. Uh, I believe it's. Uh, I think everything's PG except for five. Really, but mm-hmm. also, also Creed just mm-hmm. came out. That's PG thirteen. Is it really? Yeah. Is well, that a naughty, naughty mouth? Yeah, I mean yeah. a little bit, but like it can't a... deal with. I mean, the violence is explicit enough yeah. in it that it just can't. It doesn't cut away or yeah. does it? It's made to look real, so you've got bloody faces and like yeah. swollen up eyes. Though I would think it's also Michael cut B. Jordan. Me, Mick, yeah. Cut me, Mick. Yeah. That that scene is explicit enough to almost get an R. I'd say. Yeah, but like, this was that was back during the period of there was no PG thirteen, so it's like, wait, you even get this movie? Yeah, an R? No you, way. Either, you either damn it all together yeah. or just there's relax, stars give it a huge PG. movie star. Mm-hmm. There's that girl it. saying "screw you, Rocky," and then like back and then in Rocky Balboa, she's like almost his girlfriend. It's weird, <laughs> but yeah, I guess there's also in, in Creed. There's like the 
romance, which is a little bit more like physical than uh, a little than, more physical. But than Rocky was... really creeping on uh, Adrian for uh, and also an Creed. Movie. Uh, Adon- Donnie had to say, "I gotta take a shit." And so, <laughs> remember, like he gets so nervous, he thinks he's gonna throw right, up. Right, right, right. Cut off my gloves. Cut off my gloves. I got shit, man. Why do you need? You don't need your gloves. You can keep your gloves on while shitting. Just what, have someone what? wipe for you. Are you crazy? <laughs> you get disqualified for poop on your fucking gloves. Yeah, yeah, I'd be the best sh- boxer in the world if yeah. that was allowed. You got shit on your gloves. Get out of here. <laughs> like, you can't have grease on. You can't have grease on your body. But yeah. shit on your gloves, fine. Uh, so let's move on to uh, uh, 1993 RoboCop 3. So the first oof, two RoboCops, uh, very much R-rated movies. Um, and then it became the thing it was making fun of. Yeah. Beautifully R-rated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an, uh, wait, that's an excellent point. I yes. have, I'm not sure I've seen anybody make. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure many have. Was that the but... Frank Miller one? Well, yeah. I can. I have a little story I heard behind this. So um, the director, uh, the, who was the, also the director of... The director of Monster Squad, co-writer with uh, uh, Shane, Decker, uh, yeah, yeah, Decker, yeah. with uh, with Shane Black, and who they are currently working mm-hmm. together on a new Predator film, uh, which uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. But um, so Decker, they hmm. were showing Monster Squad at uh, the, at the Castro Theater, and they get to RoboCop three, and he immediately like. Just dives behind a curtain because he oh. doesn't want to talk about it. And you know what he, he said when uh, they brought up RoboCop three? Mm-hmm. Bitches leave. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, and, 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 and he you. said in RoboCop three they didn't want to do it, but it was given to him, and he's like, "But I'm a big Frank Miller fan, and we had a Frank Miller script, so let's see if we can do it." And also, another script that has been made into a graphic novel in its yeah, original form, and not, also not good. <laughs> now, and I mean, by that point, RoboCop had become a toy. Like kids loved yeah. him. He had a cartoon show, and. So why not he give him a... He was talking fried chicken in Japan. <laughs> He'd been on WCW <laughs> wrestling. Like, so yeah. why not give him a hang glider and have and get rid of the <laughs> violence and stuff? Yeah, like, like, yeah. I've never seen this. Well, yeah, he has... Like, I just remember seeing the trailer, and even as a kid who this was presumably marketed at, mm-hmm. I was like... That looks stupid as hell. <laughs> He's flying around with like weird wings coming out of his back. Like that's not like even as a kid, I'm like the physics. He weighs like nine thousand pounds. He can't fly. The weight is part of his sound. Yes, and... he's a thunderous, awful mess that costs too much and is inefficient. That's the joke. That's the point of the whole fucking movie. Yeah, they but... spent a billion dollars to build a shitty soldier. Again, I think we say this like every other episode on Laser Time. But if you haven't watched RoboCop recently, watch oh. it with an adult eyes and see oh. how subversive and how many angry is... points it's trying to make. It is one of the great. Greatest films but, ever yeah. of all time. I love that film so much. And it originally, the it wasn't just R. Like they got an X oh, rating, got an X rating, yeah. and wow. they had to recut it. the The version that you can that is more out uh, easy to find now is the X rated version. I think the Blu ray version is unrated or X rated. Yeah, unrated. Because I got the Criterion original, baby. Uh, I was so it includes the guy next to the model being shot up for way too long by the yeah. F two hundred nine. Like you could go to the bathroom and not and be back in time for that guy <laughs> to fall. Yeah, that's what I love about uh, the director and, Paul Verhoeven, and, uh, Paul Verhoeven, and mm-hmm. and also screenwriter Ed. Niedmeyer, mm-hmm. they love satire and they want to tear down corporations and all that, but they're also like, we will explode blood everywhere, <laughs> yeah. and we'll you'll get the awesomest action scenes you've ever yeah. seen right next to satire of uh, commercial a, like a, a giant diesel car that's a dinosaur that like everybody <laughs> celebrates like it uses all the gas, woo! <laughs> but also like. It's just weird, like the first RoboCop, hard ass R, yeah. but still has a arcade game, yeah. an mm-hmm. NES game. Sure. At the same time, when Nintendo of America is like wildly censoring things mm-hmm. and like keeping blood and sex and violence out and religious things out of games, that would go on until the sixty mid days. And then RoboCop three also has a game, 
It's just weird that, like, you already proved that kids will still buy this anyway, and they're going to the theater whether you try to get them there or not. This is, to me, this is like the poster child of this entire premise of, well, we changed the actor, it's full of kids, (laughs) he's got super cool powers that make great toys. Like, (laughs) RoboCop 2 as a monster is neat. RoboCop 2 as a toy sucks. (laughs) Like, you can't even make RoboCop 2 into a toy. How's he going to stand up? Those legs are too tight. Well, and then the RoboCop remake stuck with that by being PG-13 as well, though. I should watch it because honestly, I, I heard it's better. Than it's fine. It's, yeah. No, it's it's better than you think it's going to yeah. be, but it's also definitely bad. I've heard the worst parts bad. of it when it tries to be like the original Robocop. Yeah. Well, it, it has a great premise. It takes uh, it's the, drone warfare. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's the same way. It, like Robocop was based very much in the way society was in the 1980s. They took that for the the mid 2000s or mid. I might be reading it too because I saw it on a plane. I think so, I think so. So minus, I guess, a point of whatever I was because I, wa- I was intrigued for like the first forty minutes. And I'm like, God damn it, this is just stupid. <laughs> it was fine because I I was I was like rage watching it. Like I'm gonna laugh my ass off at this. And when it was over, I'm like, that wasn't terrible. I don't want to see another one. I feel like Michael Keaton had to have like cursed at some point during that movie. You know, you yeah. don't get the one non sexual. You, you get fuck. one non sexual non- fuck per yeah. PG thirteen. Uh, but- I don't give one non sexual fuck. <laughs> Uh, you'd get away with that at a PG-13. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's move on to... I don't think this had the drop because of like a mandate to get more people in the theater. Mm. It's just a general kind of... Just a, a look at how the, the series in general just completely fell off after one great entry and one terrible entry. I'm talking about Speed. Uh, the first one, 1994. Yeah. second one, 1997. And that's, that's my example of like what in Speed, just on, on your memory, what in Speed makes it an R-rated movie. Uh, almost, I mean, Dennis Hopper's head. Almost nobody dies. Yeah, yeah, but they, like I watched the scene. I watched the scene before we did it. Like you don't no. see it; it cuts away. Yeah, yeah it cuts away. It, like th- nobody, nobody really gets shot. There's yeah. not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of cursing. I think yeah. it's just because it's such a potentially replicatable, maybe yeah. intense, it's real thing. Dude, that's intense. an excellent yeah. point. Like, perhaps. It, well, it, but it's also it's just pretty grounded. Like it's mm-hmm. a kid could see that and be more scared by that than Fred. I should. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't say this already. Speed is an excellent Fucking rewatch. It is so fun. It's such a well. It, then for the last twenty minutes, like oh, now we're off the bus. Yeah, we got to keep things yeah, going. It but it's fall. not even that bad. But yeah, yeah. And Jeff Daniels is is and that's and we have it. a clip like, of him. Like I think that's the only reason it was given the R to begin with. Why? Because you didn't get to kill everyone. There will come a time, boy, when you'll wish you never met Mister. I'm already there. You see, I'm in charge here. I drop this stick, huh? And they pick your friend up with a sponge. Are you ready to die, friend? Fuck you. Oh, in 200 years, we've come for my regret, but I have one life to give for my country to fuck you. Go ahead and drop the stick. Do it. Shut up, Harry. Oh, we got all the balls in the world right here, man. Get up. You got nowhere to go. Shoot the hostage. I, I took... I... That's almost like a meta-commentary on cursing in films. Yeah. I, I, I made it last so long because I love that. Everybody forgets that sequence. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's Shoot great. the hostage. I also forget that Jeff Daniels' character in Speed is the same name as Jeff Daniels' character in Dumb and Dumber. Maybe they're in the same universe. Lloyd? Oh, no, wait. Harry. Isn't he Harry? He is Harry. Harry. He is Harry. Yeah, so. In the same he, year. Maybe he's made year, so yeah. dumb by the explosion and lived <laughs> that he's. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember him on SNL. He was, uh, it was, he was introducing, like, yeah. you know, I was on, I was, I got blown up in Speed. Remember, like, 
I was a dumb guy and dumb and dumb. Because I was, the other I, guy I was going through speed trying to find clips of like, there's got to be some real violence or cursing. The yeah. woman falling under the bus. Oh, uh, yeah. after that is pretty fucking vicious. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful film that made Sandra Bullock's mm-hmm. career. She might curse, uh, but there's this clip that's just so funny <laughs> in audio form. But you can barely hear it. He says shit under his breath and yells mm. bastard a lot. My money! You bastard! Dennis Hopper. What's Dennis this R.I.P. the return of Dennis Hopper to yeah, totally. at that point? Like, yeah, totally. Like, well, Mario Brothers was the year before. Oh, so. <laughs> of course. How could I forget? And for a second, I was worried that you actually had a clip from Speed 2. No, no, you, not you, Cruise Control. Well, was that PG-13? It was. So, yeah, the first Speed was this huge surprise. And Ugh. this this whole, co- like, it starred people you didn't think would be in a big movie. And mm. with a concept that was just great, but it wasn't a sequel. Mm-hmm. And Written by he, Joss Whedon, which is something yeah, yeah. I didn't know until a few years ago. And like my friend's dad was like, yeah, you kids want to go see a movie? Yeah. And then that's what we saw. Uh, it was so beautiful. You really were on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But this is like where I side with the executives. Like, why was this movie rated R? Mm. This made no sense. We cut ourselves yeah. off from every child in the world for no reason. I wouldn't say it's the ratings fault, mm. but... Speed 2 is the example of everything wrong with 90s films. Every yes. change is so bad. You yeah. go from a, a bus speeding down a highway, which is awesome, to a boat. You know they were just the using math. Well, maybe if the vessel had yeah. more people on it. Well, how can yeah. we make a bigger bus? Keanu what Reeves with somebody else? Jason like, Patrick. Yeah. You wouldn't come back, but but Sandra Bullock took enough money to make it worth it for her. Just make her not have a boyfriend or be like, oh, my boyfriend Keanu, he can't but, be here. But that's Whatever. the insane part is that the, the end of Speed are like, I hear relationships are based on a adrenaline and action don't work and like they start the movie the same way he's a cop he's the exact same character Keanu Reeves is he just isn't Keanu Reeves Keanu just didn't want to he has a different name and when it's called cruise control I get to work it's awesome no no no. that is great it's one of the worst if that was my job I would be like you're calling this fucker cruise control like you must but they should have got Tom Cruise or at at worst, Penelope Cruz, and then you get, a, then you have. You, well, she had less Spain yeah. because you're sitting here in that movie, and you're sitting in that meeting. Like, what do we call this? <laughs> on a boat, and, uh, cruise control. Let's all do so much Sp- cocaine and just get fucked up. I no, you call it speed boat. Speed colon boat. That's not going to play to the nosebleeds. Yeah, it'll, it'll play to the cars crowd. They'd love it. Kids would love it. Commercial alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah. Hola, Laser Timers. This is Chris. Thank you for listening to Laser Time. This week's show is brought to you by Gamefly. You know what Gamefly is. It's kind of like old-timey Netflix, but for video games. Gamefly's got over 8,000 titles to choose from, from Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Wii U, 3DS, and PS Vita. That's kind of everything. And they ship the games you want to your door. Uh, and you get a free 30-day trial just for signing up at GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. If you're one of those people who feels like you've been burned by spending money on a bad game, take that money you'd spend on buying one to two bad games a year, and why not use it on every game? You have access to every game and every platform through Gamefly. And guess what? They also have movies. And if you dig a game so much you want to keep it, Gamefly will allow you to buy the game at a reduced cost if you keep it a little longer, and they'll send you the game and manual, and it'll be yours forever. Plans start as low as fifteen ninety five a month. There are no late fees. Gamefly members get big-ass discounts on used games, and you never got to be burned by buying a bad game again. So, once again, thank you, Gamefly. Go to GameflyOffer.com slash time and get started with your free 30-day trial. Are 
Are you already tired of 2016? Jump into the past with 302010, our weekly pop culture time machine podcast. Here's something you may remember from 1996. It is the Quad City DJs. Come on, write it. Parentheses, the train. It is a party in here. This is, <laughs> this is a fun way to come in. This is the most exciting the show has ever been. Uh, <laughs> this week, February 27th, Quad City DJs hit based on, this is a part I didn't know, based on a 1974 Barry White song. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. No, it is. Yep. <laughs> Of course, it's a sample. Man, I didn't realize. I, I never no knew No idea. Uh, that's uh, Together Brothers? The theme from Together yes. Brothers. What? I do want to say Together <laughs> Brother again for people to look it up to play the whole thing because there's a cool break where it goes to strings that I don't think Quad City DJs hold on to. That one. This is awesome. I mean, this is great. I, love it. I, I have a, a CD of all black exploitation themes, and I like cannot drive while playing things like this because mm. next thing I know, I'm doing 90, and I didn't even notice. I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> there, I wouldn't know as much about this period of music if it weren't for the rampant sampling of like the, the early <laughs> yeah. 90s. It's nothing sacred. I thought surely I can trust the Quad City DJs <laughs> to make their own music. That's 302010, a weekly look at what happened in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago, every Thursday right here on the Laser Tab Network. Introducing Alien vs. Predator for the 64-bit Atari Jaguar. You might not want to play it alone. So now we're entering the uh, the mid two thousands where mm. it's a lot of uh, Arnold movies that have been retooled, relaunched, uh, oftentimes without him. Yeah, uh, oh, and also with a 2000s. lower rating. First one I, I love is one of my top movies of all time. Two's also pretty good. The Predator series, uh, yeah, eighty seven and nineteen ninety, super violent, yep. and also uh, more profane than you remember. Two especially. The, yeah. Well, now one the Shane Black's thing in one. And oh yeah, I, I have both of them. Here's the first. Well, one. Oh, yeah. Hey! The other day, I went up to my girlfriend. I said, you know, I'd like a little pussy. She said, me too. Mine's as big as a house. She wanted a little one because hers was... Big as a house. Her pussy was massive is what I'm saying. Huge. Me trying to apologize for puns is basically him at the end of that clip. Yeah. Pussy. It's pussy. Uh, and that, that's that's a perfect example of like I think I see a studio guy saying like did we really need that scene yeah oh right we could, but that, we is, I mean, that screenwriter Shane Black by the way yeah that part that's really I, I great. feel like he that's director improv. of Iron Man yeah. three for some reason like friends <laughs> enough to be cast as one yeah. of the main characters in and Predator currently working on a Predator reboot it's, he's such a writer that he pays off the pussy joke with another pussy joke <laughs> later in the movie <laughs> the other day I was going down to my girlfriend I said to her Chase you got a big pussy. Jeez, you got a big pussy. She said, why did you say that twice? And I said, I didn't. See, it's because of the echo. <laughs> and that guy, <laughs> that guy loves it, though. He laughs it up. Yeah, uh, he gets a big laugh. 
then they both die. <laughs> and then they both viciously die. Yeah, but I... I've, like, been, I've been there. Everybody, Puerto Vallarta, a beautiful place to visit. Very cheap. Mm. Right, so I watched that movie not long after it came out, because it was one of those free HBO movies. Uh, I'm yeah. like an eight or nine-year-old watching Predator. Yeah. Those pussy jokes way over my head. Yeah. I, like, yeah. uh, yep. what? Didn't make any sense to me. I didn't know what a pussy was. <laughs> Still yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, then take two, a bow, Hank. That was but fun. like two is equally yeah. pretty hard R. Like a lot, yeah. a lot, very gruesome. Gary Busey Dude, cut still, in I've half. still never seen it. It's good. It's I think right, I see yeah. even more explicit, like skinned bodies in that yeah. one. Yeah. I did. I saw that one in theater with my parents, and I rented it on my fifth birthday, and we didn't <sighs> get to it. I still haven't seen part two. Your fifth birthday? My fifth grade birthday. Sorry. Okay. I'm like, I have to imagine they they reused uh, Arnold's iconic line from the first in some form in the second. This one. Can you say motherfucker and get away with it? They uh, said it. They said it on that OJ Simpson show. Did they really? on FX? They well, s- that's cable. You don't have the FCC, so uh, you can get away with it if you to say motherfucker. On it's pretty. Cable? That's but a pretty it's, big. All, it's every cross, bit as yes. self-regulated as the MPAA. Uh, yeah, I have and, never heard that on cable. You probably also watched it on the app, so who knows? It might have been beeped uh, on television. That maybe. That maybe. Could but, be. But between uh, Gary Busey and Danny Glover, like one of them has to have called yes. Predator a motherfucker. Uh, which one does Predator say it back to them? Is Danny the Glover one? says uh, motherfucker, and then he goes, Well, I don't yeah, think it's. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that he's. Uh, I, I love Predator too because uh, Danny. Danny Glover is basically re- uh, Murtaugh yeah. in it. Like, yeah. it's just, what if yeah. Murtaugh fought the Predator? And it's just like L.A. burning down around them. Yeah. And uh, But it ends with him getting on a ship, and you see on the wall a bunch of skulls. Mm-hmm. One of the skulls is a fucking xenomorph skull, which then leads to, I'm going to say, seven decades <laughs> of wild speculation that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, was already being explored in comics and stuff, but toy lines, yeah. video Alien games. Predator was mm-hmm. a big deal everywhere but movies, and we dreamed, yeah. One dreamed day. of One the day. movie we'd finally see. Oh, yeah, like comics and across comics, games, and I think even board games. Because Fox always owned both of them. Yeah. I mean, they were always... It, those And those original Dark Horse comics are fucking great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Freddy vs. Jason where New Line had to buy right. fr- uh, Jason from Paramount. Mm-hmm. So. For like a great lunch. I yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Dave, I, I, that's why I'm guessing you're leading us to... 2004, AVP, yeah. the, one of the Aliens biggest... Aliens is also R as well. Hard yeah, R. Yeah, yeah. In, um, it's just that you shouldn't you shouldn't combine two rated R franchises to make a PG-13 film. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I think they thought that all the kids who saw this in the 80s, I'm a 60-something-year-old mm. executive, therefore they're still kids. And it's like, <laughs> those kids of the 80s are 25 years old now and don't need a PG-13 movie of... Aliens who burst out of chests and monsters who hunt everything mm-hmm. to be PG fucking thirteen, mm-hmm. and not to mention the movie shit on top of that. <laughs> it's not a good movie anyway, yeah. Yeah. and that they could only get like the oh, it barely... has the worst director in the world at the helm. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's no, no, no. He's U- the worst. Uva Bowl's worse than him. No, he's worse. PTA because he has worst. he has PTA a bad he has worse. a budget and he has second unit people and he yeah. has script doctors and like and all he's the... got Mila Jovovich and he's got Mila Jovovich that motherfucker. He yeah. has all the advantages that most filmmakers never had. Resident Evil movies, right? Huh? He also did those Resident Evil movies. Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, they yeah. are the worst. 
And also yeah. just for Mila Jovovich, too. But ooh, 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 with all that CG at hand, can still have actors walk out of the wrong side of the frame <laughs> and come back in. But he's the other Paul Anderson. He's yeah. not Paul Thomas Anderson. But he's. But it, I, it, when it happened, I felt it was just the total just cynical money-making yeah. thing. Yeah. Just We're making this into toys. Kids want to see this. this looking forward to, to it. I'll never... I, that, just I was the, there the, opening day. The lead-up of like whoever yeah. wins, we lose. I'm like, this is going to be the was, greatest film I of all time. I was so excited. And mm-hmm. I've told this story before, but I and this is not being hyperbolic at all but like when Alien Queen was reduced to basically a T-Rex running around like <laughs> like smashing, smashing her head into shit like I felt awful and I couldn't pinpoint why and the whole time I'm like I, I, I'm like I hurt what is what is happening and then after the movie's over I'm talking with a friend and we're like and we're talking about how hurt we are and he's like yeah I feel like I've like like something's been taken from me and I'm like that's what it is I haven't felt like this since I was like broken up with <laughs> after like a years long relationship, and I'm just like, but what, but what? And when I fucking alien queen, this whole these two things I've loved this long are reduced to just a stupid schlocky thing where the lady at the end practically wants to kiss the predator when he takes his mask off, <laughs> and everyone's like, this is so disappointing. <laughs> and it's not violent in yeah. a coherent way. It's like because no. it's 13, they can't focus on any real violence, so the camera's like. Right up in everyone's shit yep. all the and time. And it's super shitty dark darkness-based CG. Uh, and, and also that, so mad. And that's... Look, I get you need humans around it when you have main... When the two monsters in it can't say words. Yeah, that's quite true. You do need humans at the center of it, but... Just kill. They should have killed more of them earlier. Uh, it takes place in Antarctica too. That makes the most sense. <laughs> well, it was it. You know, people give the insult of uh, these movies are so video gamey, and that's not a fair insult. I don't think that makes you sound like an old man. But it was such a video game setup, but a boring one. Yeah, of just yeah. you're locked in an e- in an ancient temple, and yeah, oh, the rooms are you're in a multiplayer maps. <laughs> yeah. Get out! But Hope then, you brought a Prima strategy guide in the movie theater. But then, you like, couldn't you, even you, see a chest. It, like yeah. the the marquee things of Alien and Predator. Involve blood. Yeah, you need to see a chest it, burster. It, it, you have to ruined, see that. Yeah, it ruined the core conceits of both brands. Mm-hmm. But then it tried to bounce back with Requiem, Requiem. which got an R. Yeah. And a PSP R game. for Requiem. <laughs> I have to imagine with that subtitle, the reason it got an R is because they had an ass-to-ass scene with, with uh, a xenomorph. <laughs> well, it's a, cheap as hell. That's what I, I never did see it because like I was like, fool me once, man. Yeah, and the, but I also remember seeing in the film the, the lead character... Who like is a Ripley type? Who then is the one who falls in love with the Predator? Yeah. Uh, that she, that she says, "You're one ugly mother." Kaboom! Yeah. Explosion <laughs> and the classic explosion, cutting off the word "fuck." That yeah. is famous. I think for Fox is the most historically <clears throat> dumb and. Probably the most terrible major movie uh, <laughs> motion picture house. And there is no reason, I think, for Because they always have Predator and Alien movies in development. A smarter studio would have every two years as a Predator movie, every two years as an Alien movie. Every five years, we combine them together. And they, they just they stall out every single time. Every yeah. single time. Uh, yeah, and they, or it's like, here's Prometheus. Like, yep. But that's something nobody wanted. Yeah. And now they're like making Prometheus 2 at the same time as the Neil Blomkamp no, Alien. They actually just canceled Predator- his... Which one? I believe they put his. They did it again. Yeah, they put it on hold. I Damn believe. you, Fox! See what I'm saying? Tell me about like this. a smarter company would definitely have these things going ahead in yeah. the proper. And they didn't even know they would. Prometheus did well, so we have to do a Prometheus two. I'm like that. The, look up what the title means. It doesn't need a Prometheus two. Doesn't need a sequel. Well, that just has Final Fantasy two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's move over to the other Arnold franchise, which uh-huh. uh, uh, it has dropped uh, to a PG-13 in the last two entries. So Terminator uh. <clears throat> 1 through 3 all are. Uh, the two ones with the terrible subtitle, Salvation and Gen, Gen Ysis, Gen Ysis. Uh, are PG-13. 
I don't think the rating changes what has made this series worse. It's just that the series. I've been I've been like meaning to like sit both of you down yeah. with Dave and rewatch. Terminator Genesis. It is the worst piece of shit I have ever seen. In my <laughs> I, I want to watch it. I it just is, don't want anyone to get any money for it. It is. It is evil. It is really evil. It resets the entire trilogy. Great. Like, you can make more of it. But. Well, it like it it undoes everything. Right. Everything. Well, so, so it can so it can make its own trilogy, and there's no payoff to the end of the film because it believes it's making a trilogy. Right. So Terminator. So Terminator Two is a lot of people's favorite Terminator. Mm-hmm. I really really oh, like it too. But oh, oh. one a different is, film. One is my favorite. One is an, a fantastic monster movie. It is a brutal yeah. brutal film. Yeah. One is beautiful. Like, Linda Hamilton's. Uh, she loses everything yeah. in the film. Everything. Her mother is just murdered off screen, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. like. Like talking to her on the phone with the corpse of her mother right there. Like it is such a favorite club. The Tech Noir is massacred. People just get (laughs) shot in the fucking face back and forth. But I think uh, like the light, the softening began Mm. with Terminator Two. Like Terminator Two. By that point, Arnold maybe he even had political ambitions at that point, but he didn't know. No, he, he had to like. He made it clear my character doesn't kill. No, cops he anymore. did. Ironically, like, I looked. I looked into it in both the situation of Terminator and Conan. He was not comfortable at all wow. because this. Oh, he wanted it to be well because I think that's what he thought. That's who I am. That's what uh, people yeah. expect me to do. You I can't. See. You can't have me in this movie not killing people. I'm yeah. fucking Arnold. So yeah, in Terminator Two, I don't do had, an impression. In Terminator Two, they literally had the plot device mm-hmm. of saying you can't kill yeah. anybody. I command you not to kill and, people. And T two is another one of those oh. things of like. There's like two scenes in it that I think are, are trimmed slightly. Yeah. This doesn't have to be art in the slightest. Yeah. Other than like yeah, the T one thousand with the blade. Yeah, stabbing the, the woman from abyss is through Wolfie the milk carton. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like what what in that movie is rated R? Like uh, the kids' also, language? The dude, the, the dude with the coffee cup and he points his finger through his eyeball. Yeah. Yes. Pretty, yeah, but a quick cut from those. Yeah, I know. But see, but yeah. I do think it's like this is a case where I think it's core to making T one thousand scary. Yeah. Because in a world full of guns and bombs, you're like, yeah. well, fuck, fuck him if he can make blades. No, and it's like yeah, but when you see someone's pointy mm-hmm. finger going through someone's brain, it's fucking scary. My, my dad is not like your dad, and that he and that, that he wasn't like a fan of all these action movies. He didn't take me to them. Oh, man. But for some reason, the original Terminator like yeah. way spoke to him. Uh, so he showed me that at a very young age. And like Terminator Two, I'm like, well, guess who's going to the theater? Yeah. I, he never took me to a rated R movie before Terminator wow. Two. Uh, I still remember coming home from that, like being in the car driving home from seeing T Two, and like the whole car like. A buzz. Yeah. I'm like literally ten years old. No, yeah, everyone's should, like, he, ah! my dad. My dad showed me Terminator One just so he could take me to Terminator yeah. Two. That never happened. But and, and also Terminator One has a sex scene in it too, which oh. is doesn't it ever is the basis for a recently really funny SNL sketch with Melissa McCarthy. Really, where the whole family is sitting around oh, watching yeah. Terminator One, like, and then just the. This, the narration, Pete Davidson says, "Oh my God, I forgot this movie had a sex scene." I'm sitting next to my mom and dad. I didn't think her nipples so would be so dark. <laughs> uh, but to, and then I was proud. Uh, proud's a weird word, but I, I, they made Terminator Three R. They didn't. I expected yeah. them not to. I can uh, understand the hate for Terminator Three, but I do no. really like it. I think in a world where salvation and Genesis exist, it, exactly, yeah. it looks well, like fucking yeah. Citizen Kane. It looks, it looks way better even now. But dude, even then, it's like Is it because. Blood Rain is naked for a little bit of it. Kristen yeah. Lockett? Yeah. But she's, she's not in the new like, cut. Yeah, you see yeah. the top of her butt, maybe. Yeah, yeah like but she's... that's the same you see of Arnold in every movie. <laughs> it's like, they're naked when they land. Yeah. So, But no, Terminator 1 is a great 
scary thriller monster movie. Oh, you guys two are... is a dramatic just fucking a action high movie. octane action film. Yeah. Well, two is actually a little bit more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's actual pathos and scenes where you're like, "Fuck, these people are really up against now it." I know why yeah. you cry. Yes, but... three is the "fuck you." Here's two robots beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> done, Godzilla monster done fight. extremely mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. it's like these are great. Then yeah. then there's a fight with a urinal. It's great. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> then when four whatever salvation, salvation. PG thirteen. Yeah, and it's like that was the first movie when we were all seeing movies together. Oh, it's the worst. And it's like, is everyone... I assume we're all going to see Salvation, right? It's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, I think we were all turned <clears throat> off because we... We went to a panel. We did. We accidentally we sat just oh, to get yeah. to another Comic Con panel. Sat through the panel and just Mick G explaining his own film and like fuck, I, I called I called James Cameron and said, "Do I have your blessing on this?" And he said, "Absolutely, the fuck not." Yeah. So I went ahead and did it anyway. I'm like, yeah. "Why did you tell me that?" Like yeah. I hate you now. But then they thought, "Oh, the problem was we didn't have Arnold." So yeah. then they make uh, Jen Jen Weiss's. Yeah. Oh, they, they, ooh, I think they the most, remake scenes from yeah. Terminator One and Two in that film, and then yeah. they undo them. You guys are gonna hate yeah. it. So Unfortunately, much. They, they didn't redo this scene from Terminator 2 in uh, Gen Y, sis. You okay, kid? Take a hike, Buzzo. <laughs> so let's get out of here. What? <laughs> Fuck you, you little dipshit. <laughs> dipshit? Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call mwah a dipshit? He's trying to help his punk. Around this guy, I can't believe he called me. Ah! Ah! Oh, my God! Get him off of me! And now, who's the dipshit, you jock douchebag? <laughs> yeah. It took me years to get jock douchebag. Yeah. If you guys don't know, in 1992, the coolest thing in the universe was to talk like Miss Piggy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, as a kid, as a kid, seeing that, seeing kids swear, yeah. it was, it yeah. was a, still a shock. I, th- I was like, kind of for oh, a long kids age. Kids can say swear words and hang Dude. out with Budnick and play Afterburner. <laughs> Even that scene, though, when it's supposed to be comical, mm-hmm. the moment Arnold starts doing anything, that low-pitched Joker Dark Knight theme starts playing mm-hmm. underneath him. Where you're like, oh fuck, is he gonna like rip Death this guy coming. in half? Like, I don't know what he'll do. The movie is so fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. We but, have a free commentary of it on Laser Time Podcast. But I never saw the other two, so it's just like, what did they really take out? Like, yeah. why is it? 13? Well, Salvation, they took out Christian Bale's rant. Uh, <laughs> that, that really helps. Wow, the fucking light shine. <laughs> no, it's just dudes. I mean, they just cut around nudity and they didn't swear as much, and yeah. they fought robots most of the time who didn't bleed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Every time, every time this happens, I just picture <laughs> the AVP thing where it's like you got way more generic mm-hmm. with your action, where it's like non-committal. Not dramatic, like the the stuff with like, uh, for example, Hunger Games books. Yeah. They got, the movies got criticism for like the books were like upfront about yeah. the drama and the violence and how bad we're it is kill for an killing. Old. Yeah, for how bad it is for killing kids. And you watch the movie, and it's like you cut away from all the horrific shit, mm-hmm. which turns this into kind of what the book was trying not to do. So when you make these movies, PG-13, it's like, yeah, a bunch of uh, robots are going to clang into each other, mm-hmm. and someone's going to yell maybe <laughs> shit twice. It just loses it. it, it AVP, yeah, AVP to me set this precedent of like it will lose all meaning. We won't take any lessons from so this. So was so it's also the weird thing. Terminator just goes from thing to thing because I believe Salvation was Warner, wasn't it? And then Genesis was Paramount. Um, no, Universal? but Genesis is Paramount. Okay, yeah, uh, and and for some weird reason, I just went. What did we just see? We just saw The Witch. There's still a Terminator Salvation arcade machine huh. yeah. at the goddamn wow. movie theater. Yeah. Well, nobody makes new arcade made machines. More I know. Like, <laughs> made more money than the movie. <laughs> oh, how rival. It, it actually probably did. <laughs> so last and for sure not least, the poster child for a movie that got neutered with a, a new release. 
the Die Hard series. Uh, First three, all rated R. Boo. Literally, the the line that defines the franchise yeah. is a That's, curse. Uh, yeah. It, here it is. What? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Oh. Yippee ki motherfucker. Or uh, if you're watching it on cable, there's this. Mr. Falcon. Could the guy dubbing yeah. Bruce Willis at least be from America? There's no Mr. Falcon. We take in your the money, movie. Lebowski. I think he's because he he blows up a plane, so maybe the Falcon is the plane. But it's like that's so. I have yeah. to I have to make this like logic leap in my brain for it to work. And it just God, is that is off. that a lost art at this point? Yeah, like, looping yeah. sessions because mm. like they if your networks aren't going to bother showing an R movie anymore, they probably have yep. a sub network that they show all that. I, shit I on. appreciate certain uh, channels. IFC, IFC being sorry, I just want to being the one weird channel. If you're watching a rated R movie, they don't edit anything out, but there's still commercials. Mm-hmm. Cool. But uh, the other channels I have seen, they either silence or bleep things rather right. than put things in their mouth. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. That's my least <laughs> favorite from Big Lebowski. That's uh, yeah. John Goodman screams a thousand times. Did we do a whole age of time about that? No, I don't think we no, did. No. We probably, I mean, probably I running out of time. Too. I yeah. prefer bleep. Yeah, bleep so it out. That's. Yeah. I'd rather you do that. Same with like blur out yeah. those breasts mm-hmm. instead of cut around. What happens in the the season premiere? Uh, the, the the series premiere Breaking Bad. Mm. There are tits in it because it was shot for a. An oh, HBO premium right. yeah, channel yeah. and just blur them out. Another great uh, diehard TV censorship uh, for this scene with uh, what the fuck? instead of his sign oh, saying oh. "I hate n words," oh yeah, I hate people. Yeah, which uh, yeah. I don't know. People in the, Harlem, I don't think be that yeah. upset about. It. Wait, I'm a people. <laughs> Wait, now, like I love that I had I read that in the behind the scenes that board he's wearing in Harlem mm-hmm. is so harsh and he's very clearly in Harlem. Yeah. That was CG. Yeah, oh, they would course. not even allow Bruce Willis on a closed set to walk around with that on his chest. <laughs> I would think, yeah, I would think uh, Bruce Willis would know. Yeah, like, I don't want to be photographed wearing that. Yeah, it doesn't then, it doesn't matter. Like if this photo gets anywhere, I'm like fucked years forever. later. I'm gonna run for God office. forbid I don't tip a busboy or something like that, and they, that picture shows up. Well, he's but, still in the movie that I can print screen. Do they know that? <laughs> but, but him with yeah. Zeus is like they're such a great pair. Yeah, that movie is so fucking good. And that's what yeah, that's when Samuel Jackson is like he's Puerto Rican he is swearing his fucking ass yeah. off. And then he, we come to Live Free and Die Hard. Just the 2007. So many things so wrong with that movie. Years later. So I have not even seen uh, Good Day to Die Hard yeah. because I hated this movie they so turned, much. They turned McClane into like a superhero yeah. when yeah. in the first few movies he's like getting beat up into shit yeah. and like you, you can even see with, it on him. Even with a vengeance, he's covered in blood yeah. and bruises yeah. by the end of it. And they take all barely... the blood. They digitally take out the Well, they don't take out the blood digitally, but like they do add it for the unrated version. There's no blood yeah. when he's shooting people. Jesus. The big line, here it is. Oh boy. They still tried to do it. When your tombstone, it's read always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Elva. Yippee Koye. That's yeah, a fucking really. shame. You have to. You could <laughs> have had one fuck in there. All yeah, I can. Oliphant dies for that. All I can <laughs> picture reading, hearing that is a screenwriter. <laughs> like those, di- yeah. like the lines just sound so like on your tombstone. It will say what's something people always say about you. Mm-hmm. Always in the wrong place at <laughs> the wrong. Excellent. <laughs> it's not going to be on a tombstone anyway. Yeah. And Kevin Smith yeah. is in that too, who's also yeah, just, him being yeah. in a PG thirteen movie is rare. Well, oh, yeah. it's also interesting that that he he got in that movie because Bruce Willis was interested in Kevin Smith, and now Kevin Smith is kind of known for having a. 
<laughs> tumultuous relationship with yeah. Bruce Willis, and it's hilarious. Uh, it, uh, shit, what was I going to say about this? This yeah. example of neutering, mm-hmm. I think, is a little different because unlike Aliens and Predator, which does air on television, uh, on, on commercial television late at night, mm-hmm. uh, Die Hard, you don't actually, because of American violence standards, you don't really have to censor anything but the curses out of Die Hard. Right. And so I think kids, their rationale was that kids, I mean, Die Hard is played every day. Mm-hmm. On television, probably. that they, this is the only one I can believe them to say that. Like, yeah, there are probably twelve-year-olds who want to see Die Hard Four, and you, uh, yeah. they wouldn't be able to unless their dad walks them into a theater. This is the only one I'll buy that with. I'm sure that happened. I guess but because it, the movies are barely are. Yeah, but it sells out the soul, like the blood. You can't. Yeah. It's, that's something you could write a whole essay. Many people have. Well, that's on the just creepiest the part. No, the whole ho, ho, now I have a machine gun thing. I yeah. think that's a rated R moment. You but can't the, revel in death the like PG-13 that. PG thirteen meant that you could bloodless violence. Mm-hmm. That is actually, I'd say, worse than. I want to see the blood to see like this is the grisly cost of violence. Or you, ha- it's mm-hmm. something to take into account. If you just show people get shot and there's no blood, mm-hmm. like that's something from it didn't change in rating, but. Uh, well, actually, it went from PG to PG-13. It was still PG-13. Mm. Indiana Jones. Mm. In the first Indiana Jones, blood's all over the place. Like, yeah. people get yeah. shot. Skin melts skin off melts faces. Off faces. In Legend, in the Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. like, they machine gun a bunch of troops at the very start. And they're just, like, they're fine. There's maybe, so, like, some yeah. couple bullet holes on them. That's yeah. it. Looks like they just got shocked by Blanca. Their, their backs arch, and they rise a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate that blood. I hate bloodless stuff like that. Mm. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and come back with uh, comedies that did this uh, the same sort of thing to uh, take us out. Uh, the late Alan Rickman with a profanity of his own. What was it you said to me before? yippee ki Uh, thank you, listening to this movie-heavy episode, Laser Timers. Uh, if you didn't know, over on LaserTimePodcast.com, we are in full-on comic book movie geek boner mode right now. If you check YouTube.com slash LaserTimeNetwork, we just put up an analysis reactions video on the Captain America Civil War trailer that was really, really fun. And thank you so much for your positive feedback on that. Uh, we've also been streaming Batman and or Superman games for our shit show stream every Wednesday. We did the Chemco Superman game. Let's be honest. Whoa! I, let's be honest. I streamed Superman. And I suffered yeah, through Superman. you got punished. And no one else had to do it and laugh with me. Hey, look, you did all the heavy lifting there, but I uh, did an entire stream the day before with the Division, oh, bro, oh, as a character, I and I was exhausted and embarrassed myself in polite company after that. So you'd recommend those two streams? Uh, oh, definitely. And buy those games, too. Make sure Kimco gets that Superman money. <laughs> they need it. Um, and we, we also did Twilight Princess, which none of you watched in Nintendo copyright truck, so I don't really care. <laughs> Man, that is like four-dimensional banning. Yeah. Like you undid an act through backwards. Yeah, why through- bother showing off your love for this new game? Let's let's burr, let's get people in trouble I just, just for doing it. Like that, through through inaction and uh, flagging, they have actually taken time away from us. They de-incentivized playing the game for everyone. 
But that's okay, because we're going to finish up, what, the Zelda th- uh, playthrough? I'm going to do Labyrinth 7 and 8 and Zelda 1. Uh, Thursday. Almost ready to finish Zelda 1 off. But uh, the other two archives are up on our YouTube channel. Woo! And in addition to that, we have some a bunch of articles going up all week on LazerTimePodcast.com, including a top seven, as we call it, that has to do with Marvel and DC movies. Are you ready to fight? We have a comment section. Let's get let's get angry. As always, we have new podcasts coming at you every uh, almost every day this week. Brent, Talking Simpsons is wrapping up its second season. We have a nice little wrap up finale for patrons at patreon.com slash laser time. Speaking of that, our Monday night movie, Happy Birthday to Me, has been chosen by the community. It is Flight of the Navigator. Oh, I'm so excited. Flight of the Navigator is the movie this week. You can tune in live with us on um, Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, or you can check out the uh, audio commentary anytime you want on patreon.com slash laser time for the low cost of five bucks. That'll get you the first season of Talking Simpsons, wrestling and comic cartoon commentaries. I forget how it breaks down, to be completely honest, but we do thank you very much, and we are shipping out your rewards right goddamn now. Thank you guys for listening. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. Anything to plug, Brett? Uh, plug really quick. Uh, speaking of Superman, uh, this week's VG Empire will be a VG Mini, oh. which is a focus on one game instead of a whole series, and it will be the Superman Genesis game, which unbelievably good, almost Streets of Rage level music in this thing. It is outrageously good. So VG Mini drops uh, early Wednesday morning. So please check out VGEmpire.com. You know how susceptible I'd be to a Superman Genesis vinyl. I am uh, ridiculous. I know who to. I know who to talk. I to. know. I know. It's just like how how easily that would be pre-ordered. Anyway, <laughs> go to lasertimepodcast.com. Check us out. Tell a friend. Like us on Facebook. We love you. Thanks. Last week on Cheap Podcast, the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. His, his whole case hinges on him saying, like, well, I'm not Hulk Hogan, I'm Terry Bollea. Yeah. And they're making fun of Terry, Terry Bollea, not Hulk Hogan. In fact, they apparently have separate penises, as this clip from the trial indicates. No, sir, I do, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. Jesus. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. Yeah, because Terry Bollea's penis is not 10 inches, like you're trying to say. Weird. This is like putting... The entire concept of wrestling on trial, like, K-fabe like is on trial. Yeah, yeah kayfabe is a trial. This and, is yeah. This is almost this is wrestling's. It de- it depends on what your definition of is is. Listen to cheap podcast on the Laser Time Network and on iTunes and on the internet every Friday morning. Back shit bags. Uh, the second <laughs> half <laughs> sounded authentic. Uh, so, David, yeah. Look, I, you guys all you guys all laughed, right? I did. And I did. Then, now we're talking about comedy. I bought the ticket, uh, which I think I think <laughs> does the uh, kind of neutered sequel better. A lot of cases. Uh, 
most of these moves I didn't really notice. Yeah. And in some cases, it was pretty drastic. And I think one of the biggest examples is one of the first that comes up in terms of timeline, the Police Academy series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One is really filthy, and I never really noticed it, like, especially yeah. when watching it in, in comparison to all the others. I mean, there's a running joke about uh, a hooker giving a blowjob in a podium anytime anyone goes up to do a press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of really profane language, including, uh, I think this almost, this kind of, this is what I sold this episode on. Oh, boy. Uh, really, ready, guys. Yeah. Don't play this on the speakers. Oh, yeah. I- I'm sorry. I really am. Sorry, you dumb fat chickaboo. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah so that's, uh... Mm. I love that. 1984, that's really... Her thing in every movie was to talk that way the whole time until eventually at the end she'd be like, Freeze it, asshole! Don't move, dirtbag! Don't move, dirtbag, yeah. Yeah. I had a really long Coke night... The other day, a couple weeks ago, that was we watched you all the police Coca-Cola, academy. Right? No, I mean cocaine, but it was not purchased by me or your Patreon dollars. So thank okay. you, thank you, fairy, fairy, yeah. fairy godfriend. So we we did rewatch all these and let that that, that and you uh, used the coke night for police academy. Yeah, no, isn't that bad? Isn't that bad? It's like two hundred dollars worth of drugs again. Didn't pay for uh. it. Didn't pay for it at all. Uh, uh, but they're all on HBO Go right now, and that's the first one is oh, like good. the first one is I, almost unmistakably Porky's. Yeah, it's a sex romp like yeah. Porky's. Mahoney is the sex Mahoney's rom- a horn dog and well, wants to get laid. I mean, they got fucking Kim Cattrall, who was in Porky. Yeah. I mean, who under 30 could forget Police Academy? <laughs> now, well, I it's, but it's only interesting because, like, the time we're going to look at, and this is going to yeah. be, like, all the early 80s, is that they're... To distinguish themselves from from kid comedies, there were a ton of rated R comedies. Damn. I remember Forty uh, Year Old Virgin yeah. coming out, and people having to say, "Do you realize how long it's been since there's been any yeah. rated R comedy?" Something about Mary. I mean, I missed. Those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was which, was, which was which was an anomaly. Was a big which one. was ninety eight. It was yeah. it was the Fair- Fairly Brothers' first R rated comedy because yeah. they couldn't get it past anybody. And they didn't. And the, like half their films are R rated and half aren't. But like. Yeah, you can also tell they were the R-rated comedies because they had a drawing, they had a, a painted yeah. cover of, <laughs> of uh, fishing, uh, what, fishing for Tuna Fish in 97 or whatever it was called. Oh, no. What? I was just thinking Mr. of that. Mr. Show. It's a Mr. Oh. Show. That, ki- that kind of poster, though, is just yeah. like someone drew in Crayola a yeah. collage of all the characters yes. in, a, in an iris rainbow. Someone mm-hmm. photoshopped all of us into which police academy? Is yeah. them in a, is them in a uh, oh, balloon? Oh, four. Yeah, four. It's all of oh, us. Citizens on Patrol? Yeah. Quiz me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, I saw yeah. City Under Siege. I That's remember. part six? I know. So yeah. the, uh, the, 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 the. Mission to Moscow? <laughs> part seven? Uh, um, the the balloon was that's what took Mahoney out of the it was that was Graboids by the way the designer cra- of all logos he crashed in the set of yeah. uh, step by step yeah but uh, I this is almost how he was introduced not really but it was also this was part of the first movie and also uh, indicative of the kind of humor it, it put its hat on I'm getting sick of this place how you doing Mahomo you wrecked my car <laughs> I had to keep that wreck my car. Well, uh, oh, this also starred the late uh, Punky Brewster's dad. Ah, uh, Punky. Punky. <laughs> Mahoney. Are, what, are you, all of his roles all is... Kiki, yeah. Like, Phil Hartman, Ki- Gigi, Cat? Yeah. Oh, Kiki. <laughs> so, I, only I can do that. So the second movie dropped... Uh, it went from R to PG-13. Mm-hmm. And then from... Uh, Police Academy 3 on to whatever they ended with. But this is the fascinating PG. part of this to me. And then I, I have a feeling the next couple of movies we're yes. going to talk about are all... Everybody wanted to make a ribald R-rated comedy yeah. that people would go see in the theater. And HBO launches two years later. Yeah. And that's where everybody discovers these films. Yeah. Everybody. Me, you, your parents, yeah, kids. Yeah. And yeah. They, all, they all have to be neutered. Yeah. Um, well, Police Academy 
is a stupid, stupid series <laughs> that only children could appreciate. Exactly. And I think they realized that. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a by, cartoon, yeah. By the th- yeah, they had Dude, a cartoon. They have, they have action figures. But, I think you know what I estimate all up. the adults I know who watched it when I was a kid. And I, I had a I had a Mahoney action figure. Momo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a Momo. Uh, but I loved them. Momo, Momo. I loved them as a kid, and they, because the the films themselves yeah. were cartoons. <laughs> they had characters who were like yeah. uh, an unbeatable juggernaut. Like yeah. it means they have a Hulk fight yeah. in yeah. Uh, Citizens on Patrol, right? Yeah, I think the so. Sound yeah. effects, dude. Yeah, and that's yeah, where yeah, uh, sound Bobcat Goldthwait does a, a face yeah. turn. That was also fun for me to go back and watch them backwards as a kid because I. I was used to, you know, I love Bobcat. He's got such a funny voice. He's like, he's the bad guy now? What's yeah. Dude, that's, that's, that is really good about the series because everybody involved in the Police Academy series hates being there. <laughs> so the longer you watch, like, there's, there's, you see, like, overlaps with certain cast members, yeah. but other cast members, like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then I'm like, Tim Kazarinsky is in yeah. now to yeah. be the new Police Academy David cast Spade member. only stick around for one, maybe two. <laughs> Yeah, who is the latest, like, most modern person to show up in, like, six? I feel like uh, David Tackleberry was there from almost the beginning. Yeah, uh, one of the... Winslow. No, but, like... Who, Winslow was uh, in, in almost... In pretty yeah. much all of them. Not in all of them, but, like, who... Who's, who's someone... Who's the recent edition, you're saying? Yeah, that someone today would be like, oh, wow, they're in one of the fucking police academies? I will look up Mission to Moscow, which is remarkable for no other reason that Russia... God, this feels so old. I mean, it, 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 when it was filmed, when the commie, when it was comedy. Yes, that it, was, that it has it involves us fighting the Russians, and the Russians are going to beat America with a plot involving a Game Boy game. Yeah, now they're going. This is a weird thing to make me feel old, but the guy, I think he started in Police Academy Five as the replacement to Mahoney. To Mahoney, uh, I forget Mission, the actor. Mission to Miami. Yeah, was that Miami? Yeah, yeah. So that guy, oh, yeah, he was also in that episode of Seinfeld where they restore the movie theater and he like chews gum. It's a weird, weird like. The guy is not on on uh, Steve Gutenberg's level. And, uh, this, I'm not, I rarely say that phrase, but he's not on Steve Gutenberg's level. <laughs> Dude, hold on. In, in... But he was in the AARP commercial. I'm like, the young guy who replaced Mahoney is old uh, now? I wow. mean, I'm old. Wow. The, th- oh, no. the new additions for Mission to Moscow, Police Academy, by the way, that would be 1994. The last film of seven mm-hmm. in 1994. Wow. Uh, Claire Forlani. Whoa. Oh, wow. Ron Perlman. Wow. And Christopher Lee. Wow. Christopher wow. <laughs> At 60 <Wow>. years old. <laughs> I would Young say, Buck. I would say Kim Cattrall is the most Wait, famous of them now. There was a seventh one? That's it. Straight to video, Mission to Moscow. Oh, okay. Uh, well, City, City Under Siege was six? Yeah. City Siege, that's six. the only one Citizens I think. on Patrol is four. I think I four. saw that in the theater, and then I saw the first one on HBO or something. Mm-hmm. But also, the I, yeah, they had ton, They had every stereotype joke you could get yeah. in it, too. Uh, I like it was Kim Cattrall ended up with the intense dude right because they agreed that they yeah. loved discipline or mm-hmm. something. Wait, no, Kim Cattrall was that's different. Like she was in the first one, then she oh, left. Okay. Then there was this other like super tall blonde lady. I All right, but she also her. had yeah. she also was famous for having large breasts. Yes, was a sexy oh, yes. one. But she wore. Like, I remember the scene where she, like, gets a wet t-shirt or something <laughs> mm-hmm. and she jumps in the pool. Like, I have to, gonna, oh, I have to ask this, David. Uh-huh. There's, an, there's another. It's my favorite. Oh, this is, I love this clip. Stealing! How could you? Haven't you learned anything from that guy who gives those sermons at church? Captain, what's his name? We live in a society of laws. Why do you think I took in all those police academy movies? For fun? Well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? Except that that guy who made sound effects. (laughs) Hog, hog. I for you for years. This is how I remember the. Stay out of my boots. That's one of the greatest oh. Homer clips of all the time. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. but. It, 
Captain What's His Name has become my takeaway from that. That's who he thinks gives sermons uh, at church. Steve, <laughs> I don't even know what Steve Gutenberg is to Hollywood now, but there was a time where he he became a punchline of mm-hmm. Steve Gutenberg's an awful film. Oh, yeah. I think he, the Stonecutter song. It was, <laughs> the only equivalent I have to him uh, is not comedy. Mm. Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler that. made one good movie and was cast as a lead in every movie ever, and they all bomb and they're all terrible, yeah, and he's not great in them. At the he's time, the main the main the star 300? of three hundred, okay, yeah, yeah. and he's he's the star of a movie every three weeks, yeah. and nobody can recognize him. Nobody, no. he doesn't. I don't see Gerard Butler fans no, at the at the time of this recording. It's the release of Gods of Egypt, which he's <laughs> the star of, and it's just another one of those things. Of, one, it looks like a crappy movie. Two people are bringing up that you make a film called Gods of Egypt, which is in Africa. <laughs> And you cast almost an entirely white people cast. And you say, like, oh, that's more marketable. Oh, what are well, the guys well, is from Westeros? <laughs> like, oh, that's more marketable. We've got these famous people. Well, nobody saw it. Like, it's a huge <laughs> flop. It doesn't and then, and then third of all, yeah, the Gerard Butler gets to star in it again, which hmm. I feel like he is the perfect example of people say, like, oh, it's affirmative action. you got to hire a black person just to hit diversity <laughs> quotas. Like, no, Gerard Butler gets chance after chance again because he I, is, like, the blandest white man in I the think, world. I think he signed a crazy contract <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, just, like, a 40-picture yeah. deal with Paramount. Do you yeah. want to be in the Olympus Has Fallen sequel? <laughs> but the, the Steve Gutenberg joke, which this could... You would just need to change the names to make this joke work, is one of my favorite jokes about Hollywood ever, where this guy says, Oh, my God, I just got this, this great film deal. I, I'm going to direct it. It'll be so great. I got Eastwood. Oh, Clint? Uh, no, Howard Eastwood. It's his cousin. He's going to be in it. Uh, oh, and I got Martin. D. Martin, really? Like, oh, no, it's uh, uh, John Martin. He's his friend. And Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg? Yeah. <laughs> was that from? Uh, it was, I heard Drew Carey tell it, but he recognizes just, it was It was a street joke, just Gosh. a joke everybody tells in Hollywood. Uh, There's rank, no originator of it. Rank the Police Academy movies. Oh, man. Real uh, Johnny so, Blue Jeans did a, ju- like, did a ranking of it on V Variety. I'm going to say one, four, Jesus. five, two, three. And then six or seven, whatever, flip them. I don't. I don't like the Mauser entries. They're not. I. I think Lieutenant. Anybody Harris, know what he's talking? You know what? Wow. Wait. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, not Mauser really. Mauser is really. the jerk. The jerk boss who took over for Harris. The it becomes Baxter yeah, Stockman. Ha- Harris is move it, move it, and then Mauser wow. is this other guy, and he got like his, his back in training is part three. Yeah. That's that's the subtitle I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, I, but, again, again, yeah. like Predator 2, one of those movies I got because I wasn't good at having friends, yeah. but if you invite someone over for your birthday party in elementary school, they have to come. Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> what do people like? Police Academy 4, Citizens yeah. on Patrol. That's how I saw Short Circuit. That's the one with yeah. the fat boys, I think, right? Uh, I think it has David no, no, Spade, that's David Spade yeah. and Tony Hawk as oh, like yeah. a skateboarder. Man, those, wait, those two are at the top. Man. Preview like, for 30, yeah. 2010. Short Circuit's coming. Oh, oh my nice. God. What, the first one. First one. Good, I, Gutenberg. Gutenberg lucked the fuck out, and he's not. A, he's not a bad actor. Yeah. He's not he's terrible. Fine. He's fine. He, Cocoon is great. He, he's good oh, in it. Three Men and yeah. a Baby, uh, Short Circuit, Police Academy, all that good stuff. But we should move. Yeah. Let's get enough Police Academy. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I think the movie that might win the MVP, the I'm going to call it the Fucklord Award for best uh, uh, demotion from R to PG-13. It's almost barely noticeable. Uh, around the same time, the Vacation series. So the, ah, origi- yes. the original vacation, um, I don't really know what sets it so much apart. I guess it's also kind of in that batch of, like, it's before PG-13, I think. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? This mm-hmm. movie cannot be a PG uh, because a, a scene like this, Will, is, is automatically an R. I think you're all fucked in the head. Yeah. We're ten hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. 
Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn spiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. <laughs> I gotta be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy shit. Dad, you wanna ask for something? <laughs> that, it, that felt very real, Chevy yeah. Chase. I, yeah. I think this this is a testament to how much power uh, Harold Ramis had mm. yeah. early on. He had the Judd App, like, this has all this cursing, and if we just remove this one yeah. scene, we'll get a lower rating. He's like, it's in my contract, yeah. so I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I wrote it this way. I cut on this. Yeah. Now, and that it was, I feel like that first movie was made for guys Chevy Chase's age yeah. who grew up watching, reading National Lampoon, or, you know, seeing all these dirty things, mm. and now they're dads. And yeah. so, like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. But John Hughes wrote this, didn't he? I yeah. believe so, yeah. So, 1985 European Vacation is PG-13. But what I want to focus on is 1989's Christmas Vacation, which has almost all of the same things that the original Vacation has. But because PG-13's around, it, it fits in that. I mean, there's still, like, the sexy lady that's almost nude. Yeah. And there's, there's shit. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Holy shit. I got it right here. Oh, good. I didn't and I, I apologize oh, for the longest clip, but I can't cut this it down. It's so great. Good. Oh, man. If any of you are looking for any last minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a direct reference yeah. to the, yeah, wow. the last I, line. I, I think that's Never also did. how it got the lower rating. You, you know, they say aspirin, which has the word ass in it. So. Aspirin first one. Tylenol. Tylenol. Oh, that's yeah. great. No, I, uh, that seems great. But there's also like, isn't there literally like a, a it's been a long time since I've seen Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. but there's there's literally a torrent of shit in the movie, yeah. right? It's like, the, the, yeah. When the, this is oh, really, oh yeah, yeah, the 2015 one. Yeah, on Julie Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then 2015 uh, vacation. Wait, back up to wait, our. Vegas? What was Vegas? Uh, actually, yeah, that was PG. Okay. Yeah. But who cares? It's fucking Vegas vacation. I think I remember watching, we were rewatching the Dirty Harry movies when yeah. I was a teenager, and then, like, it was already really violent, mm-hmm. and then Dirty Harry would break down a door, and there's just. Ah, tits flying everywhere yeah. because it was like a quota you needed to have that, yeah, the in films. Magnum Force, the second Dirty Harry film, begins with Suzanne Summers getting killed, and she didn't need to be topless swimming in the pool yeah. to be shot, but she was. And I think it was. A, I think hmm. it, what you're seeing is the burgeoning of like quality television, and like movies needed to like whip their dick out and prove we can do this, and you can't. Yeah, you can see this on and, uh, and L.A. Law. So all the big comedies of, of like yeah. the early '80s are art. Yeah. For almost no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, well, yeah. maybe Animal House. That's a lot of rape humor. Uh-huh. Quite yeah. a lot, yes. Uh, but then, yeah, the, also of the 80s, and a, that which started out as our, almost because there was no other choice, uh, Caddyshack. Oh, see this? Which was, I don't even know. I don't okay. remember that much profanity. No, no, wait. Elson, right yeah. now. Caddyshack. What's memorable about Caddyshack? Uh, Just like... The, you've, you've, the, the, the gopher? Whether, yeah, whether you've yeah. seen it or not. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else? We're any other actors? Get laid? Yeah. Yeah. Any other actors? Hey, everybody. Hot We're running. all going to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. 
Like Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. Caddyshack. Yeah. You is, want me to name him? Caddyshack is a movie no, no, about no, 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 kids no. who work in a Caddyshack, and the things everybody remembers about it yeah. is everything else. No kids are memorable in it, other than mm-hmm. like when they take a shit in the pool. They take their so a when candy I candy bar. <laughs> when I went to go look at like why is this R, and it's like because there's a little bit of nudity, and the whole the, what the movie is, what it was written as, it, and it takes place at, but nobody remembers it for this. They only remember Bill Murray talking about the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. and Chevy Chase and Rodney Dangerfield and the Gopher. Uh, it's it's kids in a Caddyshack yeah. talking about having sex and doing drugs mm-hmm. and eventually having sex and getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. And like I, that happens in Caddyshack, and nobody remembers I, that. I forgot the abortion. Exactly, too, yeah, that, yeah. that's the center of the movie. That character, and mm-hmm. what's his name? Who, who does anybody quote a line by him? No one does. Yeah. They quote everybody else. So the second movie, uh, I think, like kind of based on that that what was it, Beaver or Woodchuck yeah. or whatever. Like kids love it. Like kids watching it, feel like my first thing I remembered yeah. because again, my what's a supernatural thing yeah. about it? Oh, a talking animal. No, yeah. he didn't have the gopher in the her. second in Caddyshack yeah. two, which is eight years later. Yeah. has lines. Yeah, it well, never had lines in the first. Well, film. you love Kenny Loggins also. Oh, oh yeah. I love who, the, who the music of Kenny Loggins. Nobody's fool from Caddyshack two. I will not close out another show with it. I've done it twice. There's even more animal-based humor in the. In the second oh, one, here's the God, emphasis. Like the second one, this is the first one I saw yeah. because I was a little kid, and they just they were trying to write a new one. They asked Harold Ramis to do it, and they, he said, "Absolutely not, let it die." <laughs> uh, and they said, "We're going to do it anyway." Yep. So you might, and like Rodney said, he will do it. So you might as well be involved. So he has, he's, he, it's one of those embarrassing and co-writing just, credits and then he just has. Swap out yeah. a Ghostbuster, and you got <laughs> yeah. it. And they did. Dan Aykroyd did it, yeah. and Chevy Chase had a super small I role. Mean, Dan Aykroyd is playing the character yeah. Bill Murray played, but it's, it's the so, same deal. We yeah. thought this was hilarious, and what they replaced I, it with was very kid-friendly I, humor. I know. I'm looking at this, and I'm kind of uh, liking it, so. Your horse has quite a gas problem. Oh, that's It's right. not the horse. We uh. we lost. I need That needed setup, but it was <laughs> it was Jackie Mason riding around on a horse and a giant fart. When uh. And then uh, Unsolved Robert Mystery. Robert Stack, the host of Unsolved <laughs> Mystery, says your horse has quite a gas problem. And later in that scene, Robert Stack falls in the mud, and the horse jumps over his head, and in, a thousand frames a second, a horse jumps over his head and does like a four-minute fart. It's like the TriStar logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, I'm getting more embarrassed by the second remembering this movie. I, I think even as a kid, I realized I didn't like it. Though as a kid, I didn't like Caddyshack no, visual, 1 either. But that's the thing. Vis- like As a kid, visually, Caddyshack 2 is amazing because... Like, the classless Rodney Dangerfield character gets the run of the course and turns it into Jackie's Wacky Golf. <laughs> An entire golf course is made to look okay. like a miniature golf course. Randy Quaid is playing hockey in it. Uh, it's delicious. Oh, well, speaking of Randy Quaid, he's also a part of this other series, which had uh, it, almost a kind of a meta-commentary on how the, the rating changed. Uh, Major League, 1989. Mm. Uh, I don't know why it got R, really. There's some cursing... But I don't I mean, know what made it. You don't it even really. Maybe they yeah. objected to seeing that naked lady. But she's not standing. naked. No, she yeah. isn't even. And that, that's a, that was she a huge. Pasties, that was very sexy for me to watch at yeah. like a, a rental home, at, like with that had HBO in it. Like they're taking pieces of clothing off this yeah. lady. But uh, I mean, to reveal it, tassels. It, it does make a lot of its profanity. I think I said this to myself playing uh, wiffle ball with my brother, like probably h- hundreds of times. She's tough, but I go to you. I stick up for you. You know, help me now. So fuck you, Jobu. I do it myself. 
Sports. The uh, the insurance guy and the president. In good hands with all states. Yeah, and the president from 24 <laughs> cursing out his oh. god because he can't hit a curveball. I forgot so much. I really I, want to rewatch this movie. I Yeah, I'm, I'm suggesting uh, Monday Night Movies in April for the new baseball season. Baseball my, just ended. How is it having no. a season? in October. God, it's on all the time. Yeah. They play 400 games a year. You better get used to it because oh. the Giants are going to win this year. It's an even year. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have to blow something Giants. up. But so the second movie, the Indians come back and they're like a shell of them, their former selves. Uh, the Ricky, Cleveland Indians, yeah, you mean? Yes. yes, the the wild thing, Ricky Vaughn, played by uh, AIDS haver Charlie Sheen. Oh, <laughs> it's a true statement. Uh, wow, yeah. He comes back and he's like, he's got a, he's, he's dressed up. He's like, I'm not the wild. Wasn't thing in platoon anymore. or anything. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess he Star is, of the chase. Yeah. Wild Thing is endemic of the entire film. The Wild Thing has been Which defanged have, yeah. as everybody else. The did. chase and uh, doing two conversations. Wesley here. Snipes has been replaced by Omar Epps and is yeah. now a movie star with uh, Jesse the Body of Ventura, White Lightning, wow. Black Thunder, or maybe reverse that. I can't. That remember was exactly. pretty funny. I like that. But it, yeah, it's all about how the it, how, have the Indians lost their edge? Yes, mm-hmm. they have. And the movie's not as good by a long shot. Who was the team that beat them? In the uh, uh, first one was the was it the White Sox. White Sox, and then the second one was Yankees, I believe. Uh, wow, so they actually got the teams on there. Yeah. yeah. MLB was involved in it, which is surprising. They yeah. sign yeah. off on an R-rated film. Well, I think sports now have no fun yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they, this, this movie is remarkable for no other reason than I had my first kiss with a girl Aww. at Major League Two, a girl who showed up at my soccer game and refused to talk to afterwards Aww. because I was embarrassed <laughs> to Mine uh, was have, King uh, Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was in your house. <laughs> oh, movie out. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I don't there know. was no women at my house. Monsters Inc. This. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the prequel, uh, Monsters no, University. In two, they got around it by just having fun euphemisms like marbles. In it yeah, instead of, you got uh, no marbles. And uh, yeah, Randy Quaid was in that. Not being able to be very Randy Quaidy. He's a heckler. Wild thing, you make everything. You so make my butt stink. Embarrassing. Uh, like a true heckler well, would throw in profanity, maybe some racist stuff. Just like yeah, you're you're a heckler. Be a heckler, not like a PG guy who sucks. Uh, Man, well, you really uh, stuck it to him. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Mm. Well, I I'd be afraid to insult Randy Quaid now. Yeah. He might kill you. Like yeah, he might hunt you. Or fuck his wife. He'll get back on the grid first. Fuck his wife with a picture of your face on her tape to her head. <laughs> oh, like, that's oh, a God. very real reference to a thing no, that's happening I, right oh, now. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. I love oh. you. Just just stop. Uh, I'll beat up all those star killers. Come on, Randy, come back to us. <laughs> uh, so the, the the last big comedy I have is the one that's most endemic of the quality that drops when you when you drop in uh, in ratings mm-hmm. and like just, just seeing how sad this series became. I'm talking about Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. uh, one of the, but I mean, some people like Porky's. I I didn't really watch that back then. Revenge of the Nerds was no, my, I, like, I, it was I, my I was. Like, in denial, starting to yeah. it, it, like, I guess I'm a nerd or a geek yeah. or an outcast. Mm-hmm. And there's only one clip I could find that emphasizes exactly why Revenge of the Nerds is rated R, other than the rape yeah. scene with Darth Vader we talked about in a recent episode. Yes, and but also I had no idea what to talk about in this scene when I'm like uh, nine years old. Well, they, they We've got Bush. Oh, hell, pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny scene you can't yeah. see. 
Uh, it was Poindexter <laughs> noticing he has an erection for the first time yes. and screaming at it. Oh. Uh, but it was because they, never... they did what looked like a failed panty raid on the on the yeah. girl's uh, yeah. sorority house, but they also, because they're nerds and yeah. tech-savvy, installed a bunch of cameras in there so they could watch yes. them undress and shower. So That's not hilarious. Creepy. And they so were getting... This is at the point in the scene where they're getting upset that they, all they can see is tits and they want to see pussy. Yeah. Hair and, pie. And which so I like, did not... I, I thought they were saying have pie. Nope. I want, Bush. We yeah. got Bush from Booger and then yeah. the Asian character have yeah. pie. Yeah. But also they... Booger, ne- but then his friend come. <laughs> they would never... But they would never <laughs> have had... They would never have had a boner before. Like, yeah. they, they're all compulsive masturbators. They, they, yeah, they, all they've sense. had are boners. They don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I never realized it was a flaw in this movie. So... Until, <laughs> until you just pointed it out. But... <laughs> Uh, but Revenge of the Nerds also has some uh, stuff that's offensive in other ways, like this quote. Judy's a nice name, Gilbert. Yeah, she's a nice girl. Big deal. Did you get in her pants? She's not that kind of a girl, booger. Why? Does she have a penis? Yeah. <laughs> not all, not only yeah. men just have penises anymore, booger. That's insensitive. Uh, so the sequel, uh, which was a drop to PG-13. Yeah. Uh, besides the nudity, it's actually kind of like... The character of Booger is not diluted that much. The boogers are not diluted that much. Uh, he's, what if there was another with, substance? That like you could with a cup of mayonnaise and some boogers <laughs> floating. Yeah. This uh, is great for new listeners. Uh, <laughs> yes, Henry doesn't like boogers. There's, there's never uh, But, yeah, Booger is still the all-star of Revenge of the Nerds too. I couldn't find the clip, but one of my favorite lines in that is everyone's getting on the plane in their first class. They're like, oh, I'm a VIP. Oh, VIP. And then Booger comes up, very immense penis. <laughs> And he's wearing a shirt that has holes in it and pre-burned yeah. and says, who farted in the middle? As if he survived uh, a fart-based explosion. I want that shirt yeah. so much when my body didn't look like this. But he's able to make up for the lack of profanity with lines like this. I just want you to know that I don't intend to sleep with another woman until I'm back here in your arms with my head resting between your creamy thighs. Jerk. <laughs> That's still great. I love that. But I, I, I think this appealed so much to children; they had no choice. Yeah, they were they were operating on some coda that every comedy movie again. Caddyshack is pretty innocuous. Well, that's uh, why everybody wanted to be a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our nerd. I did a whole episode that's about nerds. Yeah. Well, then it became just uh, like a TV made for TV. movie by yeah. the last one, which is less than PG. I haven't. Seen, there's even. a reality show hosted by Curtis Armstrong yeah. and Robert Carradine okay. that they don't yeah. necessarily play their characters, but they're playing off being those characters. Yeah. Though in in I think it was in the TV movie where they were like. Well, Anthony Edwards' character comes back, but they're yeah. like, you're back, Gilbert. but it's not, not Anthony, him. Yeah. It's, and just write him out of it. It's so, it's just one of these worst moments ever yeah. where they're like, oh my God, he's it's Gilbert, you're back. Yeah. You, but you couldn't get him. Just write that Here, Here's what it. you don't understand, Hank, is that Gilbert is such a nerdy name that implies uh, a complete lack no. of social skills uh, and... No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but one of the saddest uh-huh. things about well, I, I I taped Revenge of the Nerds 3 and 4 because I had watched 1 and 2 so much on VHS as a kid. Mm-hmm. In 4, uh Booger retires the phrase uh we've got bush for we've got buns because it's on really? fucking Fox. Yeah. Like it just made me so sad is watching that it. That the one with Morton Downey Jr.? I believe no, that was 3. 3, okay. I forget 4 is the da- 4 is the dad from that Married with Children knockoff. Ted McGinley? No, he's oh. in the first movie. Happily Ever After. No, 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 no. The dad... No, from... he doesn't mean Ted McGinley. You mean oh, the guy ha- on the Nicky Cox show with the Yes. With the oh, rabbit. okay. What is happening? Yeah. Uh, I have a weird uh, knowledge for... Yeah, your nostalgia is gelling together. Just uh, be patient, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but lest you think this is confined solely to uh, comedies and, you know, big blockbuster action movies, it's happened in, uh, it's happened in superhero movies. 
really? like Deadpool is making our rated movies cool popular. Again, baby. But there has been a there's been a ratings drop in a superhero movie. I know <laughs> it's it, it's it's I very su- it it's very subtle. Yeah, do you know? It's Fantastic Four. Yes. I, what? So the first <clears throat> Fantastic Four, if you don't remember, is not good and bloated. And uh, <laughs> one of the biggest bloats of it is that they're like, well, Jessica Alba has to be in her underwear, mm-hmm. and they like she strips like it's twice. The worst in the scene film. in film history. There's multiple jokes in it of like, well, she has to be naked to be yeah. invisible. Like you can just see yeah, pervy yeah. executive producers saying, oh, mm. she's invisible. How? Do you, what if she had to take Hollywood off executive? Clothes? Do you understand if you're asking me to go to a movie? Hmm. So I can imagine yeah. a naked Jessica Alba. <laughs> I can do that from home. So they then find out that the first Fantastic Four wasn't that successful, yeah. but it was most successful with children. Ah. So then they, but and I was in the theater seeing Fantastic yeah. Four with a friend, and we were surrounded by parents and kids, and it was yeah. a strange feeling. So then, Rise of the Silver Surfer, they decide. Let's cut this down to PG. Yeah. Like, let's uh, kids are watching it. Let's be yeah. a PG superhero. It's a, but it's a better yeah. movie. Profanity was never really a, the issue with the no. series. This is the closest there is to profanity in the first uh, Fantastic Four. I swear to you, Ben, they've done everything humanly possible. Uh, the best yeah. plastic surgeons in the world are here, Ben. You had the best. Give me that mirror. I don't know if that's a good idea. They said the shock alone. Said, Give me that goddamn mirror. That's actually yeah. one of the better he, sequences yeah. in the film. Those two are yeah. great in both of these movies. Mm. The movies are terrible. Yeah. But they, right, the, yeah, the, the next scene, because they're back from space being hit with the cosmic rays, mm-hmm. right after that, Chris Evans runs out and notice Mr. Fantastic. Hey, love your hair, man. Like the, like the like Saturn, silver stuff. Yeah. Because the cosmic rays yes. gave him the power yeah. of, a, of aging hair. Yeah, so yeah. then in two, it's just more... <clears throat> I mean, it's, they get rid of the sex stuff, which was the worst part. It's a better film, but it's not good. Yeah. Instead, and, you get Mr. Fantastic dancing with uh, the clubs. And, and the, it's got a Hemi in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, it's a bad movie. Lots of awful things. And, and Galactus as a cloud. But mm-hmm. that also means that... Yeah. The violence is even lengthened, mm-hmm. so it's like a, a really low-level fight, yeah. too. They just kind of clang off each other. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's not good, and there still is a, at least there still is a scene where Susan Storm is naked, ah. like, where she trades <clears throat> powers. They're trading powers. Oh in my it, and god, she, I forgot about all so this. She takes on Human Torch's powers and burns off oh. her clothes, and then lands outside, and she's naked, and a bunch of newspaper reporters take pictures of her. You don't see any of her from below the neck in that moment, yeah. but it's still the producer like. Well, we still got to get her naked yeah. at some point, right? Right? It's not yeah. good. But then in another example of yo-yoing ratings, uh, the Fantastic Four reboot in, uh, last year, PG-13, mm-hmm. and it had this line. Hey, Mo! <laughs> your sister's ass really tastes as sweet as Alvarez here says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the cold muffin. Uh, <laughs> it's a joke uh, for Cape Crisis fans. Yes, man, did, uh, man, he got back in the same movie. Uh, so uh, that's it, fuckwads. That's all. Of, that's uh, just about like the We've told meat you of the uh, dude yeah. Uh, there's others out there to yeah. be sure, and there's a ton of video games. That's yeah. we, a ton of. We video came up with a rough list. We can discuss that on our video game yeah. show, Video Game Apocalypse. We were just looking at like the recent Halo was T-rated for the first yeah. time. Yeah, which, I, I've, honestly, I've said that for years. Like, why was yeah. Halo ever M-rated? There's yeah. no guts or blood, mm-hmm. really. From a human, uh, we had a well, small had list a- of like Battlefield Bad Company was yeah. uh, brought down to a T rating. Well, Bad Company one was T, and then two mm-hmm. was M. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a weird like. It but battle. But the original yeah. battlefields were not. So oh, that's I like see. the one entry that isn't mm. uh, in like Mercs. Mercs two. Yeah, Mercs uh, two. It's, it's weird to think of an open world game where you're running around with all the weapon. This weaponry at your disposal, and you can take down buildings, and it's a the, T rated game. The going game. from M down to team mm. doesn't happen mm. that much anymore because I think they realize if you're selling to the core gaming market who owns consoles. They'll just buy an M game. They won't yeah. buy any more of teen, and you'll probably lose. You'll mm-hmm. more likely lose sales from being M and uh, being T instead of M than game that. Yeah. It's it's, mu- it's a much more often thing that happens. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, do any of you asswads have any? Uh yeah. I will say, yeah. like, I'm sure we miss some, but uh, if you're fans of our show and you like our show, uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash laser time. We where we do an exclusive podcast yeah. just for people who support us um, at the five dollar level and, and exclusive videos yeah. too. And yep. all these things. Kind of yeah, where we we do a lot of like uh, people make comments on these episodes, we react to them on mm-hmm. uh, on bonus time, which is uh, exclusive for Patreon donors at the five dollar level and up. Yeah, we'll try and make uh, in, a, in a week from now we'll try and put together a show with your suggestions. Right. Even if the, it's not based solely on rating. We were yeah. just doing that for uh, journalistic integrity. Yes. <laughs> I can uh, hear you talking through the vape cloud. Uh, <laughs> your, your voice actually changes. I can you. tell. I can tell. It sounds like I'm drinking yeah. milk. Yeah. Uh, I have to give a plug to IMDb's parent section. Which what? It, like uh, you point you you, you oh, saw it too like well, all the the they say is. like yeah. there's this many f words and this many s words and it's like holy shit you it's, guys are really like you will did, see a penis in this yeah, yeah like, if you've never you seen it before that? it's the only thing that like are submitted by people it doesn't yeah. look like a fact listed like people list out what's offensive yeah. and <laughs> sign their name on it wow and IMDb leaves it there I I had never been there before researching but it was a godsend for this hey goddamn send if you like talking about old things with um swears in it there's mm-hmm. talking simpsons the, hey! uh the weekly <clears throat> exploration of every episode of the simpsons wrapping season the two yep. as we speak wrapping season two as we speak and also there's cape crisis my comic book podcast where if you like that little talk about fantastic four there you could hear an hour of that every week huh <laughs> Uh, and then we also do, similar to this show, 302010, a pop culture time machine that goes week by week and looks at what happened this week, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. That means 86, 96, and 06, regardless of when you were born. If you were listening to this, you must have some nostalgia for one of those <laughs> decades. So uh, it's a fun show in that uh, we burn through a lot of topics really quick. Uh, and then I also do VG Empire, the video game music podcast. Which is, uh, we recently did an episode about Warcraft 1 through 3. We recently did a Mario RPG episode, Splatoon episode. Our album of the year last year was Undertale. So if you've heard a lot about Undertale and we're like, what is the deal with this goddamn Undertale and its <laughs> soundtrack, uh, go check out that on VGEmpire.com or VGEmpire on Twitter. And I host the cheap podcast, a pro wrestling podcast, pro wrestling itself, basically rated R during the uh, wow, yeah. the late nineties. Now it's PG. I read an article yeah. leading up to WrestleMania. They're going to yeah. lead on the R rating this a little more. Uh, TV 14. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to this week's Laser Time. We'll be back next week with another shitty topic for you fucks. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>